You're listening to the Real Estate Runway Podcast, powered by Quattro Capital, where we are all about alternative business and investment strategies to help you amplify life and maximize wealth. Here's your host, the recovering engineer turned multifamily investor, Chad Sutton. All right, Real Estate Runway family, I'm really excited to bring to you a philanthropy-focused episode today. After all, that is one of Quattro's four pillars, people, profit, property, and philanthropy. What I'd like to do now is introduce Aisha Khanna. She is a senior in high school who has started a nonprofit for the betterment of our youth called Sports for Support. Without further ado, let's get into it. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate One Way Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Sutton. I'm here with a dear friend of Quattro Capital, Aisha Khanna. Aisha is a fantastic individual. She's a rising senior in high school. And after playing sports her whole life and learning multiple lifelong lessons, she realized that everyone should have access to sports no matter their socioeconomic status and created a nonprofit called Sports for Support. Guys, this girl's created a nonprofit and she hasn't even graduated high school yet. Sports for Support takes gently used sports equipment from people's garages and donates them to kids in low income areas in hopes of teaching them the life lessons that come with sports. I cannot imagine a better philanthropy to support. Aisha, welcome to the show. How are you? Hi, Chad. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. This is my first podcast. I'm just really excited to talk about everything. So yeah, just a little background on how I started. I've been playing every single sport growing up. My whole family was huge into sports. And I got this idea. I was sitting in my garage. So we have a basketball court in our driveway. And I was taking a break. I was sitting in the garage and I was looking around. And I was like, wow, we have so many sports equipment that I haven't used in years. My brother hasn't used in years. And it's just kind of lying there. And I was like, let's find a way that we can take the sports equipment that we're not using anymore. And I bet a lot of families are like ours in which their kids grow up. They grow out of tennis rackets or golf clubs or stuff like that. And we can repurpose it. So we at Sports for Support, what we do is we take these sports equipment that are lying in people's garages, you know, people haven't used for a while. We kind of furnish it up, make it all nice, clean it all up. And then we give it to kids who can't really afford it, whose parents struggle paycheck to paycheck to even get their rent or food on time. So I think it's really cool. Sports have taught me a lot growing up and a lot of life lessons. And I, I want everyone to be able to have that chance and learn all about that. That is absolutely incredible. And I love the mission. And you're right. I mean, who doesn't have a bowling ball, a golf club or something sitting in their garage that they probably paid a lot of money for? If you remember what I mean, think about a golf club. What's a, what's a golf exactly. club cost? Like $400 or something like that, you know, to go buy one? Yeah, for sure. And I grew up playing golf, right? I've been on varsity golf all my years at high school. And especially me knowing how much money it takes for coaches and equipment and all this stuff that a lot of people can't necessarily afford, right? So, I mean, if I can, why wouldn't I give back, right? That makes a lot of sense. So what, what I'd love to hear about you a little bit, Aisha, because we just kind of heard that, I mean, you are, are you a senior in high school? Is that correct? I am. I'm going to be a senior in the fall. Going to be a senior. So you did all this as a, did you start this as a junior or did you start it as a sophomore? When did it start? Yes, I started this this summer going into junior year. So kind of during that quarantine time, you know, when things are a little hazy is kind of when I started it. Fantastic. So not even a senior in high school and has already built a nonprofit for the betterment of children. What better cause to get behind than someone who has dealt a difficult hand and you can give them, you know, a hand up with, with some equipment that will get something to keep them out of trouble, to grow, give them those life lessons. 
So tell me about Aisha growing up a little bit. You know, I mean, I mean, you were obviously raised around sports. What sports did you play? What lessons did you learn? Like, like to help me figure out what what made Aisha and what gave her the idea that, wow, I should really pass this gift along, you know? Yeah. So growing up, I mean, my dad was a huge athlete. So it was really, and I was the first child. So it was really important that both his kids, I have a younger brother as well, are really involved in sports. I played every single sport growing up. Oh my God. I played soccer for a while. I did basketball for a while. I did tennis. I did swimming. I got my black belt in Taekwondo. I mean, that's only some of the many sports I played, but I really hung on to golf. That was kind of one that was the most challenging for me. And I kind of felt like, wow, like there's so much to learn here. And like, it's challenging. Like, let me see if I can get better. And I mean, sports teach you a lot in terms of like working as a team, like how to be an effective leader, how to be an effective member of a team, how like patience, especially through golf, it takes a lot of patience, how to control your mind, stuff like that. And I think it's a great and fun way to learn a lot of things that not, can't necessarily be taught in any other way. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And, and I'm assuming you spent a good portion of your time playing these sports as a kid, right? I do. And I spent a great portion of it playing them as now, yeah. playing them now. Sorry. Yeah. I'm a golfer as well. So I love that that's your primary. I was, I, was a go- I was on the golf team in high school as well. And I'm wow. with you, like the amount of, of patience and mental strength that it takes to, to learn that game. And, and honestly, beyond that, I mean, I think another lesson that I remember from that game, I mean, I'm getting to reminisce now a little bit. So thank you for that. Another lesson that I remember is, you know, learning honesty and, you know, integrity, right? I mean, there's a lot of opportunities to do the wrong thing when other people aren't looking in a golf tournament, right? You can kick your ball for out sure. from behind a tree and give yourself a better angle at the hole. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know how many people saw Patrick Reed on in the bunker kind of swoop the sand away, but there's, there's a lot of ways to cheat in golf. I mean, in every single sport, there's a lot of ways to cheat. I mean, fudging up your scores and stuff like that. So it does teach you a lot for sure. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And those lessons take people next, you know, further in life as well, as well. So, all right. So you started sport for support. You came up with this idea, like, how did you get it off the ground? Yeah. So I was sitting in my garage. I kind of mentioned that earlier. I came up with the idea. I came up with the name sport for support. I, I swear to God, I dropped everything. I ran upstairs. The first thing I did, I went to GoDaddy and I'm like, can I get this domain name? Is there a way that I can reserve this name, sportsforsupport.org, so then I can have it? And is it even available, right? So I got that name and I started building the website and I started, so a lot. what a lot of people don't realize, and especially in my age, is that you can't just create a nonprofit by creating an Instagram page and just saying it's a nonprofit. There's a lot of paperwork. There's a lot of liability stuff that come with it. And a lot of papers that I did have to file, especially to the state, to the country, to make it an official nonprofit. So people can donate and we can open a bank account in our name and whatnot. But yeah, I built the website by myself. I mean, especially when you come up with an idea like that and you're so passionate and motivated to help others. There's so much adrenaline. I honestly, like, it's all like a haze now. I just remember going and like building the website. It was done by that night. And I was just making like air, like um, not errors, like little, like, like little like mistakes, you know, your first time building a website that I had to fix along the way. I started building a team and yeah, here we are now. It's crazy to believe that like that we have as a team has come this far, especially. So now you're a legitimate nonprofit. You have a pretty slick website, you know, sportsforsupport.org. <laughs> I checked you. it out. It's, it's, it's simple. What I love about it is the message is right there. And oh, by the way, the donate button is right there as well. That's, that's really, <laughs> it's really how you fund a nonprofit. So when someone, let's say someone gets behind this, they're like, hey, I really want to, to, to put some money into charity in this way. 
and give the gift of sports, you know, via secondhand equipment to the youth of today. So how do you use the money? Like, let's say I wrote a $10,000 check. How do you use that money, you know, to, to further the mission? So that money is, so a lot of it has come out of our team's pocket through now. I mean, a lot of it is like transportation fees. Like we just hosted an event in Annie and Richmond, sorry. It was, it was amazing. We got to donate all this equipment. So we have those fees. We do clean the equipment because we don't, we don't want to give people old dirty equipment so we do clean the equipment it comes from cleaning fees we do buy boxes in which we store the equipment just so when we donate it it's not in some like kind of like like soggy cardboard box or something like that in which it can't be stored properly so we do buy boxes and then also what we ran into is that we were getting tennis rackets but we weren't getting tennis balls so what is what is a student supposed to do with a tennis racket without a tennis ball a baseball ball without a baseball bat right so we do try to create those pairs so that it's not like we're just throwing equipment at them they kind of have both parts they have everything they have to learn how to use it as well so that's where the money goes into mostly that's great. So you're really completing the set, you know, and, and making sure that they can play the sport with what you're giving them, right? Not just look at exactly. a golf club. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. So, and, and so you mentioned you had an event, you know, how, how do these events look and, and, you know, is it, do you, do you bring people all, how, how do the events work? Let me leave that open-ended. Yeah. So there are some pictures on our website as well. If you want to check that out under the events category, you can kind of see a little bit of that, but how it works is so just back backtracking a little bit. First, we have, we usually hold around three donations in which people in our community come by, they drop their equipment, they drop whatever they want to donate. And then, so we have that, we start with that. We kind of take a couple of weeks to clean it all up. Sometimes people will donate stuff that like, like, for example, someone donated like scuba diving glasses. And I was like, like, that's great. Right. We did end up giving that, but there was like some snorkeling gear that was like kind of like chipped and like just not usable. So we have to throw that stuff away, unfortunately, but it's all about giving them what they're going to use at the end of the day. I'm not, I don't want to give them like a chip something or something that's in really bad condition, but yeah. So we start with those three events, those three donations, excuse me. People donate their stuff, we clean it up, and then we host an event. So, for example, we just hosted our Richmond event, which we donated all the equipment to Verde Elementary School. Verde Elementary School is a low-income school, kind of an hour and a half, two hours away from where we live. So that is a lot of transportation fees, as you can imagine. Just putting all the equipment, getting all the equipment there, getting our team there. And so how it worked is that we had class representatives from kind of each grade come out we set up the boxes like all nice. And so they got kind of what we call like the first pick. So they got to, and they weren't assigned by us. They're from the principal. It was people that kind of showed academic excellence throughout that year, kind of were really good in their class, like really good behaved. And they got this reward, which is kind of like getting the sports equipment that they want to play. And we set up these boxes. I kind of talked a little bit about what this nonprofit means to me, like how valuable sports equipment are, like what, you can do with these like kind of like a little demonstration how to use each of these just so that we're not shooting in the dark a little bit. And yeah, they came up, they collected what they wanted. It was awesome. I mean, seeing them like smile and like kind of like point to like what exactly they wanted, it made everything worth it for sure. So they got their first dibs and then we donated the rest of the equipment to the school so they could use it in their PE classes and their programs. And it was really cool. One thing that the principal told me after is that we actually had a lot of tennis stuff that was donated. 
And the principal was saying that the PE classes are now going to start to teach tennis because they never had any equipment to teach tennis before. So now they would incorporate tennis into their curriculum, which is amazing to hear. That's so awesome. So what you're really doing is you're enabling. I mean, and now that the school is an, is an organization that, that is really there for the betterment of these children as well. Now that you enabled them with equipment they didn't have the budget for, you know, there you go. And you've already gone through the trouble to you know, refurbish and, and complete that set. So that is a, it's a fantastic, fantastic. Of course. We want to make it as easy as it is for them to be able to use the equipment. We don't want them to be like worried along the way, stuff like that, like not knowing how to use it, just being like, what am I supposed to do with this? So it's, it's a huge part. It's all those little things you have to consider as well. Well, this is cool. And so I'm actually on your website right here and it's just really really great. I know. So I'll get the benefit of seeing it. You're having to listen to my voice drone on. So I'm going to try to describe it to you. But, you know, sportsforsupport.org, very easy to remember. You know, it's a very simple page. You, you show up, there's a, there's a picture of some kids playing softball, it looks like. It talks about the team and the story and the process. I see a great picture of, of what looks like three members of the team out in the field. They're, they're nice, what do you call those, Tupperware containers that have all the equipment in there. I, I see the equipment exactly. cleaned. You know, it looks like there's an orderly group of kids who are coming to get some of that. And then there's a nice donate button and an Instagram, you know, area where where we can follow and keep up with you. Yeah. I mean, and there are a lot of tabs. If you look on the top, I believe it's kind of like showing like you'll be able to see like the events, like we detail what we do on each event. You get to see like if there's any donations coming up, stuff like that. And my goal with the website was to try to make it as easy as possible for people to explore who we are and explore what we do. I didn't want people to come on the website and be a little lost. So sometimes simple is better. And I think in this case, when you're trying to push or something, it is better. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I see right there, our team drives an event. So you can real quickly go see where an event near you is. And if you just want to donate to this, I'm going to go try this out because I like this. I was a sports, you know, fanatic growing up. So I, I <laughs> so am on board with this. Let's click this donate now button. And I'm just going to see how quick this is to do. It goes right to a PayPal. Let's just throw a thousand bucks in there. Let's, let's donate with PayPal. Let's see here. All I have to do is type in my password, which I'm not going to tell you people. And, <laughs> <laughs> and one, two, three. Let's see how easy this is. Please wait. Circle and donate now. I love it. And just like that, I just supported Sport for Support. Wow. Thank you so much. It's that easy, folks. I love it. This is a great way to really, I cannot think of a better way to invest, to invest back in the community than through the youth, right? Yeah. If you guys would love to donate, that would mean so much to us and our team. And it would only help fund our mission and only help to reach more and more and more people. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Chad, so much for donating as well. It it truly means a lot. And it is a nonprofit. I don't get anything. Members of our team don't get anything. Everything is refurbished, is reused back in the nonprofit and is used just to help more kids. I love the mission. I love it. Well, Aisha, this has been a fantastic episode. I love the sports for support, a philanthropic idea. Let's jump to what we call our Quattro Trio. Three questions we like to ask everyone who's on the show, if you don't mind. So yeah, of course. Question number one, what is your superpower? You know, and it can be in life, business or nonprofits, but what is your superpower and what, what really sets you apart from others? I think my superpower is that I, I am an executor. I mean, it was one thing to have this idea, to have this nonprofit I wanted to start. And it's another to kind of get it out there, get it on the wheels rolling, get it pushed off, get it started, actually host the events. I mean, I had to contact so many low-income schools, I can't even tell you, whose principals like didn't even respond or 
didn't like decline the offer. And a big part of it was not only COVID, it was because my age as well. One thing that I was really scared of is that as a 17 year old, I wouldn't be, or as a 16 year old at the time, actually, that I wouldn't be taken seriously, that I would kind of be like discredited a little bit just because of my age and stuff like that. But I was really lucky. Our team, we pushed, I mean, wow, I have an excellent team. My vice president, Betty, is amazing. We have another member, Jillian, amazing, right? So without an amazing team, I can't do this. And I think that's my superpower as well. And just being hard on myself. I mean, you hear a lot of people saying like, don't be hard on yourself. And a lot of people tell me I'm hard on myself, but I know I'm hard on myself, but honestly, like you don't get faster, stronger, better, accomplished more without being hard on yourself, I believe. So yeah, that's my superpower, I would say. 100%. And I love what you said there. Like most people have ideas and they never do anything about it. It's a dream until you actually make it a reality. And, sure. you know, you, yeah, you went after it and, and you're actually changing lives of these children. I absolutely love it. Aisha, what is your biggest failure? We've talked about all the ways you're awesome, but give me some dirt. What's your, <laughs> what's your biggest failure and what did it teach you? My biggest failure. Oh, wow. At our event in Richmond, actually, one thing that I didn't realize, I mean, you're so excited to donate is that these are all minors, right? So when we were taking pictures and like videos of the events, I came home and I was looking through the pictures and I was like, wait a second, they're all minors. I can't post these pictures without parental consent. And I was like, oh my God, like how could I not have thought about this? So I emailed the school. I was like, please, like you can send me like contact information of the parents. That'd be great. And I emailed and texted the parents and a lot of them didn't respond. I don't know if it's that they didn't have a way to respond or if there was a language barrier, if they were busy, I have no idea. And sometimes people would respond, but they would give like the name of their student. And I'm like, well, I don't know which is which, right? I don't know the name of the student cor- like corresponding to the person that we took a picture of. So if you, if you notice in our website, all the pictures that we have of the students, their backs are showing, none of their faces are showing. And yeah, so I, I definitely learned that it taught me how to slow down a little bit and approach kind of every aspect and every situation. And yeah, so before our next event, we plan on drafting contracts and forms, not only to ensure that all the equipment is being used for the right reasons. I don't want to donate to someone and it's not used for the right reasons. It's resold or something like that. But I also want to ensure the protection and the safety of all the minors that we photograph and post as well. The devil is in the details in anything you do, is it not? hundred <laughs> percent. Well, if that's the biggest mistake you make, I think you're doing pretty well. Thank you. Well, the third question that I usually ask, because one of Quattro's four pillars is philanthropy. And I usually ask the guests, what philanthropy can we support on your behalf? Do you have any ideas? Um, that's a hard one, actually. It's not, <laughs> it's not like I started a nonprofit, but Yes, if, if you guys could donate to my nonprofit, feel free to email me with any questions as well. My email is in the nonprofit. Actually, there's a contact this page you can go to. All donations, as I said before, are it doesn't go to me. It doesn't go to our team. It goes back into the nonprofit and they're all appreciated. And we actually have like a, something really cool going on, which is if you donate more than $5, you get a free sticker. If you donate more than $100, you get a free t-shirt actually which is super cool. These t-shirts are great quality. And wait, wait, yeah. so that means, I get, that means I get a t-shirt, right? You do get a t-shirt. Right. Send me your information and I'll send you a t-shirt. <laughs> I love it. Well, Aisha, yeah. this has been fantastic. Everyone uh, in the show notes, there will be sportsforsupport.org. Aisha's email will be in there as well and reach out. I'd love to stay in contact and, and hear all the amazing things you do. And I think I also have your 
Instagram handle in here. If not, it's on the website. So this is fantastic. Yeah. Just sports for support everywhere. Fan- at sports for support. Yeah. Yep. Very good. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chad, for having me. It was an honor to be here and talk to you. It was an honor to have you, honor to be your first podcast. And I cannot wait to see where you go with this nonprofit, where you go in life. And just a reminder, all of this amazing young individual has been, all of all of these words have been spoken from a senior in high school who has barely begun to live yet. So <laughs> I, I think we're going to see great things out of Aisha Khanna. All right, Real Estate Runway family, this has been another action-packed episode focused on philanthropy. I encourage you to put your money to work for good, help these kids. And until next time, this has been the Real Estate Runway Podcast. Over and out. Thank you. How is your company managing your capital raising process? Syndication Pro is the number one solution to help real estate syndicators and fund managers automate fundraising, investor relations, and reporting. Syndication Pro is a solution that is trusted by hundreds of firms, large and small, with billions being managed within the platform. Here at Quattro Capital, we have seen a drastic improvement in our ability to provide better customer support to our investors, a co-sponsor module to our alliance partners when partnering on new acquisitions, ACH distributions, an SEC compliance CRM, and even the ability to take soft reservations on upcoming projects. Look for the link in the show notes to try Syndication Pro risk-free for seven days. We hope this episode was insightful and brought value to your day. If so, please be awesome and leave us a five-star review. Find out how Team Quattro can help you at thequattroway.com. Until next time, this is the Real Estate Runway Podcast.